0: And welcome to Worth the Calories, a Great British Bake Off podcast. I'm Matthew Vose.
1: And I'm Catherine Vose.
0: We're back with the 2019 season, so there are now 13 bakers in the tent.
1: A baker's dozen. A
0: baker's dozen. How many times did they make that joke?
1: Many, many, many times. Probably at least 13.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Cake week. We're back with cake week. Last year, things were all upset, moved around. They started with biscuits, which was just weird and wrong. Wrong. Change is bad. Um, any general thoughts with the show this year? With the comments, with the, the, the what we've just seen,
1: reassuringly familiar. Okay. Um, is 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 the starting point, but equally, they're all a bit young, aren't
0: they? <laughs> the, it really does seem to have moved a bit more towards the central average median age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no ex- real extremes to no. it. Um,
1: apart from y- young Jamie, but even then, he's not as young as some of the youngest. We he's can. at least twenty. So. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, yeah, in these dark and troubled times, it is good to have Bake Off back. Absolutely. Um, let's, let's get through the challenges. We like to talk about our challenges here. First challenge was fruit cake. Cake with fruit. I love fruit Um, With a significant amount of dried fruit. Yeah, you like a fruit cake.
1: I do. It's, it, I found it an interesting challenge for them to start with because, I mean, whilst fruitcake is one of my favourites, mm. a lot of people are quite off just hate dried fruitcake.
0: I am not a fan of dried fruitcake. I, th- I think because I have such a sweet tooth. So I'm like, right. why am I having this when I can have a chocolate sponge? And we'll talk about that in the end. Um, <laughs> yeah, a really good challenge because it's testing that core skill of how are you at your baking Mm. and your preparation skills. Yep. Um, Judging, uh, and the problems that people had was judging quantities and lengths of time. Yep. And then there was a bit of decoration in there. Mm. Not too taxing to start them off with, but by keeping it very central. Yeah. I, I don't know the better word for that. It allows them to see who's good and who's not. Except this is like last year, the quality has gone up because almost everyone had a good review.
1: Yeah, I think I think it allows allowed them to see people who just didn't quite have the technical skills. Mm. Uh, I mean, basically, it was as uh, Paul said at the end. That was why Dan went. Yeah, uh, because he made that r- it was r- rookie error yeah. of going, "Oh, they want more fruit. Let me just double the fruit without having practiced it with the extra fruit Absolutely. in." Yeah, and the bait takes longer with the more fruit in. I've been taking notes.
0: Mm. Uh, but but of course, if you what, don't, if what you, a change for this <laughs> series! <laughs>
1: but of course, if you don't like fruit cake that much, perhaps my dreams of an orange brandy delight <laughs> are not are not to be fulfilled.
0: An orange rum
1: delight, perhaps, mm, possibly, possibly. Yeah, uh-huh. but yeah, I must say when um, I can't remember who oh, yeah, Amelia's cake with all the orange brandy in it. I was mm. like, oh, <laughs> I would eat that. A
0: moist star tea loaf. Hmm. <laughs> Yum, it looked good. It did, and it came out of the uh, pan pretty nicely. Yes. That was the one that had a little bit left in there. Yeah. Could it work in the dragon pan? The pan that we've never been able to use as a proper mould?
1: Will you make me an orange brandy dragon? Hang on, hang
0: on, hang on. This conversation was you (laughs) making a fruitcake. Oh, no, you were saying you wanted me to make it, but you were were sad because I didn't like it. Oh, crikey. Oh, we're starting as we mean to go on, aren't we? (laughs) We share (laughs) Um, Yeah lots A a number of them using alcohol But a number of them not Because you don't have to I thought the Simnel cake Having uh, That's the one that I have Definitely done Over and above You know just putting Dried fruit in Cakes in general And he actually did that very nicely.
1: That looked delicious. It did look really good. I I like Prue and I'm a huge marzipan fan. Right. So the idea of that having marzipan layers throughout made me very happy. In a way, the other guy who put marzipan in the Mm. middle of his cake, that didn't look as attractive.
0: A giant tube of sugary almond paste.
1: Which I could live with, yeah, but, but it did was... seem a little bit out of context in the middle of that cake.
0: Yeah, if he'd done a couple of them, a little bit more delicate, if he'd coloured it, so it was when you cut in, it was interesting, but it was just a tube of marzipan. Mm. Yeah, I, I didn't quite see the choice on that other than throw marzipan at it. Yeah, uh, and maybe they have watched back the last couple of series and gone, fruit likes marzipan, put mm-hmm. marzipan in things where you can.
1: So, given that you don't really like fruit cake. Mm. Uh, were there any of those 13 that you were like, that's the one that I would eat if I had to?
0: Not really. Nothing that I would choose, you know, if we if we were in a cake shop and there were lots of options. Mm. I wouldn't have gone to any of them particularly. There were a couple of the rum ones that yeah. were interesting because I like rum as a flavour. Yeah. Um. But it was all a bit of a much of a muchness. And this is why I think it's an interesting challenge to try to see the technical differences between people. But like I say, everyone has pretty much done okay. Mm. There's there's one who didn't do it well, Dan. Yeah. And then there's one who underbaked. Yeah. Uh, other than that, there's it's a bit tougher or the flavors aren't quite right, things like that. But by and large, this is something everyone can manage. Mm. And actually it needed perhaps something, either the decoration to set them apart or something else. But but also yeah. this is not a judged challenge in the same way. No. You know, you don't get ranked in the, in this one.
1: No, I mean, I guess it's the tiebreaker at the end, because I think, um, I mean, this switch switched over, but Dan and Jamie were pretty much even Stevens, so it was this signature break, Mm. break, signature bake, Mm. which is what allowed them to tell them apart.
0: Yeah, absolutely, because Jamie's was very good, and it looked good. It was simplistic. Yeah. So, Mm. were there any there that particularly called to you?
1: Um, you've ooh. said Amelia's. Yes, because the orange brandy mm. sounded really good. Um, I enjoyed the icing between the ridges on Phil's. You know, after dismissing his marzipan tube. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, I thought the icing was done very well. Yes, I, I thought that looked very pretty. Yeah. Um, I didn't fancy eating David's squishy, squashy fruit cake. Um, <laughs> I, I, if I, I, I would like all the butter and the bad stuffs in my cake, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, yeah, yeah. Did
0: carrot and courgette or something yeah. instead of fats and um, uh, yeah, yeah.
1: I'm like, I'm not sure how long you can keep that up, mate.
0: I'm interested to see what he does throughout the series. Yeah. I, I think that will be an interesting thing to bring if he does it in a different way, in a different style than others.
1: Yes. And we haven't really had the chance to get to know him much as a person, so perhaps that indicates he might be well. Certainly, he's clearly gone through to the next episode anyway.
0: And in the same way, Henry was pushing it out with his decoration from the start. Yes. Which broke your heart when when you were watching it.
1: Oh, he's the one that dropped that little... Oh, bless him. (laughs) Bless him with his little nervous shaking hands.
0: But to go in at the start with i need to do really good decorations i really need to push this out rather than something solid that will get me through the first week
1: yeah he 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 is was very ambitious mm. and did very well i
0: yeah. think and i feel like we'll come to this in the end but it was his showstopper that lost him star baker agree i think after that first day he was he was a standout agree mm.
1: agree okay okay
0: So that's our signature. Then we move to the technical, the technical that we will be trying. So we are going to be making six angel cake slices that are three layers of Genoese sponge, Mm -hmm. Italian meringue buttercream, and icing with a feathered top, because we all like a feathered top. Who doesn't like a feathered top? (laughs) Exactly. Um, I can't remember that I've ever eaten these. They look like a sort of very generic, you know, Sunday afternoon tea sort of cake. They do.
1: They do. But it's Genoese sponge. Right. I'm a bit scared of Genoese sponge.
0: I feel like we did this for one technical last year and I can't remember what.
1: Was it Genoese sponge in the um, the green cake? No, that was all pistachio stuff, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, it could have been, couldn't it? Somewhere, but yeah. it, it, it. I'm interested to try it. It looks like a skill that I feel like I can do, but I need to pay attention to the mm. doing of them. The the ability to do the spongery nicely and not lose things, which is not my best skill. Yeah, The meringue in a different style than I have ever done meringue. So yeah. yay to try it, but also a little scary. And then that careful decoration on top with sort of thin icing, which I, I am not a fan of and not good at. So...
1: Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm interested to try. Right, I'm a little nervous.
0: Okay,
1: I, I think it will be interesting to um, see see our <laughs> respective <laughs> sponge heights. <laughs> Cause I'm a little bit concerned. I'm going to have a, a flat flatter, rubbery Genoese sponge. Yeah, but we want to learn new techniques. Yeah, um, what I'm interested in, cool. I'm interested in, in seeing the recipe. Mm. understanding what on earth they were doing with all the heating of the eggs. Was it eggs that they were heating over water at the start?
0: Well, they were whisking egg and sugar together. Right. To dissolve the sugar into the egg, presumably, and mm. make a sort of custody mixture, I think. Yeah. So, and then and then wi- uh, whipping it up quite heavily in the mixer. Yeah. Um, so that'll be interesting to see. Well, how that what, turns what out.
1: more on that. Next week. Absolutely.
0: Um, any any thoughts on how they did. It's,
1: I, it's I, think, comment, I think there were it? much and a muchness. Mm. You know, there's a couple of them that clearly can do Genoese sponge because yep. they've got a decent height on it. Yep. There were a lot of rubbery lumps, which is what, yeah. I, what I fear is in my future this weekend. <laughs> but... <laughs> I, I feel we'll like
0: because um, Rosie did an Italian buttercream for her uh, showstopper. So I feel like maybe. That has helped her in the end. But I yes, imagine. It was definitely that January's sponge process Yes, that I think caught everyone out. Yes, yes. Mm. Let's see. That'd be interesting. Again, a really good challenge to see how their skills and innate knowledge are shaping up. The fact that Jamie said, oh, I tried January's, but it didn't work, so I didn't do it again. And you're on Bake Off? Yeah. Like I w- would have made a list of the f- top you know, five or six sponge types and gotten them down so I just know them.
1: He's had fewer weekends in his life. He's only 20. That is true. That is true. (laughs) Uh,
0: And then, so the showstopper was a dream birthday cake. Mm. A really good challenge because any type of sponge, any type of decoration, any construction. So it allows each person in the tent to go, I'm really good at this thing. Mm. I'm going to do this thing. I'm able to practice this thing, so I'm going to practice this thing. But it means the judges can have heightened expectation. Like, we're expecting you to be good because we're leaving it up to you.
1: Yeah, and and they can expect a certain amount of detail and Mm -hmm. finesse. Yeah. And actually doing something well, but it being
0: too simple, Mm
1: -hmm. can act to your detriment as well. Yeah, we've definitely
0: seen that, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, what, what were your thoughts on it as a challenge and as what we saw?
1: I thought it was a lovely challenge. I thought mm-hmm. it was lovely to see inside the minds of the <laughs> yeah, yeah. contestants. I thought it was interesting how there were a few contestants that thought in very similar ways. Mm. You know, there were a few fairy gardens. Yeah, I loved Dan's use of dry ice or whatever yeah, with his waterfall. That was, nice, that wasn't it? was very, yeah, yeah. Uh, very cute, very mm, spectacular. That was well done. Yeah, lovely challenge all round. Which of those would you be happiest with at your birthday?
0: Well, there was a very chocolate one. Helena, thank Helena. you, um, who did the very chocolatey, mm. um, very nice. I, yeah, I was I was thinking about this, like, what What would I have done? Because it's really hard because you get the brief and I am the sort of very literal person I would want to stick to the brief. Yes. Right, it's telling me what, what is my dream birthday cake. I think what you actually do is you figure out what you can make well and then you come up with a story around it. But my, my dream birthday cake would probably be something about chocolate sponge with Maltesers and Minstrels and Toblerone <laughs> on top. Nice. And then another layer going into a chocolate orange thing with terry chocolate orange on top. Because I have a very sweet tooth and I like a lot of chocolate, chocolate and orange and chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Would you believe? Yeah, I know it's hard to believe. <laughs> what, what would your dream birthday cake have been if you were set this challenge?
1: Oh, goodness so i think it would be a um a big round red cherry for the shape nice with a tall stem of chocolate and a very dark rich moist um chocolate cake for the body of the cherry with a nice sort of rich um, kirsch buttercream filling in the middle. Nice. I mean, that's my that's my dream birthday cake. Now it wasn't as a child. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. I wasn't a boozy <laughs> kirsch drinking seven year old. But yes, um, yeah, chocolate and cherry.
0: Well, what is, is that the dream for childhood, Catherine? But take out the alcohol.
1: Well, I my mum used to make good cakes. Okay. Um but oh, I in, was in
0: the range, Arga. In the Arga. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. She made very good moist chocolate cakes. But I, I was a very um stereotypical little girl. I used <laughs> to have the cakes where it was uh Cindy sticking out of the top of oh, a ball gown. <laughs> that used to be one of my mum's uh specialities. Brilliant.
0: Yeah. Very nice. We always had clock cakes. Okay. And the hands of the clock pointed to what your age was that year. Very. I think I think Mum got very good at making them, and they were very nice cakes. Lovely. Yeah. Excellent. You can't do that after a certain point, though. You definitely can't do my age now. So, (laughs) (laughs) but I do have very strong memories of them. Yeah. I I think there were sort of buttons pointing to the different hands or something like that. Nice. It was lovely. Great. Okay, so we saw lots and lots of very different ones. Mm. Is there one of them that stood out to you that you that you know? hit that taste flavor style
1: honestly i'm just very very intrigued by the idea there was a hint of coffee in the deep chocolate flavor of helena's cake yeah that that just made me go "Hmm." the
0: the best chocolate sponge recipes do say put some coffee in this Nice. it is always the way to go and i i think i first did that at university i made a mississippi mud pie i'm like really coffee yeah yeah, yeah, just adds a, an extra depth to your chocolate. Yeah,
1: that that, that mm. so that 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 was calling to me as well. Nice. Um, I liked the idea of Henry's cake, the Magic Faraway Tree, because the Magic Faraway Tree was a big thing for me growing up as well. Right. Nice. I, I felt the execution was beautiful, mm. but it wasn't um, Mr. Tin Pan Man or Moonface <laughs> or Silky. <laughs> It wasn't, it wasn't my faraway tree. <laughs>
0: <Aww>. <laughs> yeah, it was a very adult style yes. of that sort of thing. Whereas everyone else had made something that would really appeal to a child's birthday cake. Yes. That felt like a very professionally done, I, more I grown-up version of.
1: I agree. I was a little bit puzzled by Prue's comment on Jamie's cake. That there was too much of a salted caramel flavour. <laughs> I, I, how, how could how could there ever be too much salted caramel would be my question.
0: Not, you can't have too much salt and you can't have too much caramel and you can't have too much salted caramel. Right? <laughs> he did seem to be going for it though. When he described it, I was like, oh, you could have gone with another flavour in there somewhere. He's a,
1: no. ma- a, ma- a man who knows what he likes. Okay. And I like
0: it too. <laughs> Fair enough.
1: <laughs> what about you? Any thoughts? Anything that stuck out to you?
0: No, I, I did have a personal, very pleasing moment where when Jamie was doing his mixture and he was saying, "All oh, this seems very dry. I was able to look at it and be like, oh, it looks like a biscuit mixture. That means there's no eggs in it. And that was the thing he'd done. It, it made me feel like I'm actually coming on as a baker to have been able to look at it and gone, oh, I can see what's going on there. Nice, nice. <laughs> it's probably the only time this season, but I'll take it. <laughs> nice. I liked the detail that a lot of them went with. You know, Rosie with her jungle. Yeah. Had The way she poured the chocolate in, in the foil mm. was actually a really nice way to make a tree. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's a really good idea. And that in, is in some ways the difference between watching this and watching the professionals yes that we that we you know we watched quite a lot of them in the close season they would have molds and they'd pour chocolate that was really strong and stable chocolate she just got some foil and poured some normal cooking chocolate in it and it worked
1: replicable in a kitchen in a home kitchen absolutely yeah. yeah and
0: that that was really good um there were a number of techniques going on that were really interesting but at the same time Phil's rocket ended up really simple
1: and a bit wonky
0: yeah and that makes me a little bit worried of his capacity to step up and do the detail mm. like everyone else has, because it feels like everyone else is aware of the Bake Off and watches and knows what to do and is is at at a good level already. It makes me worry about his his knowledge, mm. his his ability to go to that level of detail.
1: Oh, I don't know. Hmm. We'll see.
0: And, and I think part of that comes from I've been I've been thinking about. In in the close season in general. Think about Bake Off and the tropes that we see in the bakers. And there's sort of, well, there's a number of different types of bakers. But there are the people who it, it just is a bit much for them. It's a bit beyond them. You know, they're clearly very good, very capable bakers. But there's something in here about some of the techniques, some of the challenges, some of the ability to step up. That means they go out in the first five or six weeks.
1: Yeah, and I think you've got the baking and the ability to bake is a mm-hmm. given. Mm-hmm. But I think some of the winners have also got an eye for the artistic presentation that's very important. Yeah,
0: the, and the ability to play the game as well. Yeah. I think to say, I've got four hours. Yes, I could do this in four hours, but what can I do in three hours? Let's do that to a higher degree. And and, yeah. and and matching up and actually playing it very well. Cause, uh, and I felt this a little bit this week, as we always say, the time is where the challenge is, mm. not the actual baking anymore. Yeah. Uh, and there was a, a, an element of that, certainly in the they couldn't bake and cool down in time. It, having to do it twice, that's not part of the competition, but it is just, it doesn't quite fit in the time you're doing. Yeah. We didn't have anyone this year that, again, we've seen in previous years who is just, It is beyond them. They're putting salt instead of sugar. They are just not stepping up and doing anything near the the quality.
1: No, no. I think everyone, everyone, you know, even people who slipped up a little bit, Mm. I think everyone knew what they were doing. Yeah,
0: absolutely. The next sort of type that we generally see are the people who are good bakers but are not competition bakers and not ones who can go to the final. But are better than the ones who can't quite play the bake off, mm. so they end up bottom few most weeks until about six weeks gone, and then there's just nowhere for them to hide. Anyone standing out for you that might fit into that category?
1: I don't think I've managed to peg them all yet. Okay. To be honest.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, so my next question, which would be, you know, the ones who are very good, and it just comes down to how they do week on week on week. Mm. And whether they go out or not. Yeah. Anyone standing out for you? Anyone?
1: Okay. Now, I should um I should confess my my bias here.
0: I was hoping you were going to confess. Your, <laughs> yeah. Footballers aren't allowed to gamble on football, so
1: <laughs> I have Michelle in the office sweepstakes. So so clearly my money is on Michelle, and it is clearly good money given um given her success this week. I I think she will do well. Okay. Um, I also think that no oh. one who chopped all his fingers off.
0: What did you think he was? Michael. Michael, Michael. Michael. Treasure chest. Treasure okay. chest.
1: Yeah, okay. Okay. Yes. I think. I think he's got. I think he's got skills. Uh, I think he needs to calm down a bit.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, he could also chop half his hand off. Yeah. but I think he will do all right. I thought his treasure chest was amazing.
0: Yes. Yeah. And the, was his the one with the octopus coming out of it?
1: Yes, I think. I so. think so.
0: Yeah. 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 Really nice design. Really well done. Got it done in time. No worries. Yes. Yeah. Not best of the best, but still very good. Yep. Um.
1: Okay. How about you? Who's your tip for the top? You can't have Michelle. She's mine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Henry might be a bit of a dark horse because mm. I think it might be that actually this is an innate thing that he's done since he was very small. So he might just come, you know, do okay in it. Yeah. I think Alice... Her idea for the sweet shop and that she'd gone, I'm going to make biscuits for the structure mm. to hold it all in place. And make it. She's clearly thought through what she's done, what she's doing, and timed it out and gotten a good plan together. So she seems to have come fairly middle this week. A little bit too gingery, fifth in the technical, and sweet shop was okay, but not quite, mm. not quite as professional as perhaps I think she wanted. But I think she... Again, like I've said for some of the others, has an eye of how to play the Bake Off. Yeah. So that'd be interesting. Hmm. Because mm. it's 10 seasons, so and 10 series of it, people have had a chance to watch and yeah. figure it out and understand it. And, you know, people have learned to bake. I mean, Jamie possibly was baking when the show started.
1: Oh, God, that's a terrifying thought, isn't it?
0: But he, he is a baker from the time of Bake Off. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hmm. Nice. Okay. Did you have any other notes? Any other things you want to look at with the bakers?
1: No. So I I think we're we're all done with talking about this week's episode. This week.
0: Let's cast our mind back forty two weeks. <laughs> Something like Yay, that.
1: Yeah, forty two, maybe forty one. Yep. Matthew.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: talk to me about pitter bread.
0: Yeah. So we were a bit scathing about last year's challenge. It, Last year's final technical challenge. Travesty was yeah. the word that it was used. A stunt that did not actually test our bakers at all. Yeah. But we never got the chance to do the pitters. No. So I have attempted the pitters this week. I made bread. Yeah. Pit of bread dough, which I've, ne- I've never done bread before, at least not that I can remember. Maybe I did it at school. Uh, I needed, I needed to do this, needed. and I needed in doing it. <laughs> um, I proved it, I knocked the air out. I knocked it back, sorry. Um, And then I cut it up into six sections and then put it on a pizza stone to see if that would replicate the... A pizza stone that had been in the oven for an hour at maximum temperature to see if that would replicate a campfire. Spoilers, no, it didn't. (laughs) (laughs) It sort of baked it slightly faster on one side. Yeah. I think I made a mistake in the knocking back. I think I knocked too far and too much air out of it because there was no rise... There was no pitta rise in my pitta bread.
1: Yeah, we were, we were missing a pocket. Really, yeah, it
0: was it was which was a bit of a shame. I think you could see it was bread, so that was something. Yeah. Um, and it it was okay for what it was, mm-hmm. but I was a little bit disappointed that I think I I pushed it too far, and that's that's exactly the sort of thing why you do this regularly. You know, you go oh, knocking back is actually more delicate than I did it. Yeah, so I need to not do that next time. Mm. Um, the zatar I think helped making uh, up the zatar the, was the, very tasty the sumac and the salt and the thyme and everything yeah. um i didn't make the dips but i quite I, yeah i quite enjoyed doing it but it seems like a very easy bread to do
1: i suspect that's the point yeah you know it, it, i think it's it's a staple part of mm. part of people's foodstuffs.
0: so i wonder if part of it it should have been cooked even hotter than i was cooking it might be part of it and that's one again one of the reasons why part of it didn't inflate into a pocket
1: it would be interesting to see what a normal recipe for bitter mm. bread says one that's not designed around being cooked over an open flame in your garden yeah
0: and i wonder if it's cooked on a non-tandoor type oven mm yeah, in a traditional method, so it's so it is cooked over something very, very hot. Yes. Uh, very, very quickly.
1: Yes. Were they wholemeal pitters, or was it normal flour? It used
0: fifty percent wholemeal, fifty percent um, strong bread flour. Mm. And I, okay, so I used wholemeal flour because the recipe said fifty percent strong bread flour and fifty percent wholemeal flour. Right. I have just half a suspicion. Should it have been wholemeal bread flour? Because I used normal flour. Because it said just wholemeal flour. It didn't say bread flour. Mm. It's one of those things in the recipe of. I don't know. and I don't want to buy a giant thing of wholemeal flour to find out for that 125 grams <laughs> to use. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that I, maybe. might have been the difference as well. Just something know. in the in the the flour for mm. it. I I enjoyed the process. I I enjoyed peeling it. And, and getting it in and feeling it actually, yes, the texture changed and you could see it all sinking in, and gluten stretching. Is that what happens in kneading? I think it
1: energises, awakens um, the gluten strand,
0: and, and the yeast starts to, to do its
1: Technical, thing. technical chat. Hollywood, <laughs> Hollywood,
0: technical chat. <laughs> but I enjoyed feeling the texture change because it wasn't, you know, really sticky when I started and by the end it was. Very smooth, and that was nice. Yeah. I saw it rising. Put it in a mixing bowl with some oil, so it rose quite nicely. Nice. Um, I, I would be interested to try bread again later this year, hopefully. what Was there another bread? Oh, oh, it was naan bread last year. We did naan, naan and Naan bread. And they came out okay. They did. And they were done under the grill. They I were. Wa- I wonder if I should have grilled it.
1: I, I, I'd i be interested to try it again. Right, the pitter. The pitter. Okay. And I'd be interested to try and cook it under the grill. O- I imagine... On a pizza stone,
0: so it's really hot all around it.
1: Maybe, mm. but I mean, I, I, I feel like that, like cooking it over the fire mm. is applying a very, very hot direct heat to one side, and then yeah. flipping it over and applying a very, very hot direct heat to the other side. Well, because they were, so... yeah, they were
0: cooking it on charcoal on a um, fire that had died down. Was the point right? See, it was it wasn't even testing their baking. It was we we went over this last year. Yes, I'm not going to move make away. The point move on. away from the travesty. <laughs>
1: let's focus on the baking of pitta.
0: Yeah. inside our own oven. Are you interested in trying it separately?
1: If, if time were an inexhaustible supply, <laughs> maybe. Okay i feel that the Genoese Genoese sponge this weekend is gonna take up all of my baking energies,
0: yeah, that's gonna be your Sunday, isn't it? Yeah, I need to do it on much. Saturday while you're at Avita yes. <laughs> yes, 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 and Akita Avita. And then
1: Don't cry for me. <laughs> Genoese sponge.
0: Uh and then we'll so we will do a comparison and see how it goes. Yes, yes. We would love to hear from our listeners. Are yeah. you trying it this year? Are you baking along with them? There is a Twitter bake-along going on. Are you learning anything from this? Do you have early odds on for someone who's gonna make it?
1: If you're making a orange brandy fruitcake, if you would like a volunteer taster. <laughs>
0: Can you recommend a fruitcake that will knock my socks off? A fruitcake for someone like me who likes his sort of chocolatey sponge Mm. type cake flavors. Nice. Mm. Terrific. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, If you want to get in touch with us, you can use the hashtag WorthTheCalories on Twitter. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We are slash eloquent gushing, at eloquent gushing, eloquent gushing, wherever you want to find it. Uh, Or you can drop us an email, podcast at eloquentgushing.com. We'll be back next week when it's Biscuit Week. Yum. Yeah, we can do this one. Yum, yum, yum. Great. See you next week. Bye. should listen back to the show, should I? (laughs) Having made a joke about how do we start our shows on the first episode, I haven't listened back to see how we start our shows. Hi, and welcome to Worth the Calories.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it works.
0: Hi, and welcome to Worth the Calories. I'm Matthew Vose.
1: And I'm Catherine Vose. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome... (laughs)